listen to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast because Rod and Karen are hot. I got these voices in my ear. for the eve so i can get the funk just rolling in my ride chilling all alone yo welcome to the blackout tips podcast for our feedback addiction uh edition with rod and karen and uh we're back for well another episode this is actually our second time recording this episode today Due to some technical issues. Yes, sir. So these jokes have all been rehearsed. <laughs> yes, they have. And so for those of you out there that's been waiting, we will get it out tonight. Yeah, I feel like I'm, I'm cheating. Yes. I'm doing jokes twice. Yes, because people's like, hey, you got to have something coming out. I'm like, yes, technical difficulties, y'all. Technical difficulties. Um, So first thing I got to say is, you know, if you're listening to this, you can find, if you, you don't know how you got here, which I find hard to believe, but some people don't. <laughs> you can search for the Blackout Tips on iTunes, Facebook, and Podomatic. You'll find our podcast or our Facebook group. Become a member. We're up to over 1,700 members right now. Woo-hoo! So make sure you join the group. Um, make sure you leave comments on uh, iTunes. You can leave reviews. Um, and always, uh, you know, interact with us. You can follow us on Twitter. I'm at Rodimus Prime. I'm say that again. That is in the AT. And, uh, you can also go to theblackguywhotips.com and you can, uh, sign up to join our forums there. You can read the blog post there where I post random jokes and thoughts and things. Um, and you can donate. Uh, there's a donate button for one-time donations. There's another button for recurrent donations and uh we actually have a couple people who donated um and let me give my shout outs real quick to them of course there's my man leon the guy that i know from college uh what's up leon thank you very much for the donation i didn't expect my friends to give donations but um it's cool to know that hey they listen too yes they do and they appreciate the hard work they were putting in and you know they they don't mind chipping in to help out with 
the plans that we have now and the bigger plans that we have coming up eventually. Yes, yes, thank you. And uh, of course, I want to give a shout out to Greg, who also chipped in. Uh, appreciate you doing your part, man. Thank you so much for the donation. Uh, it really does mean a lot, man. It's, it's really cool to think that people that don't know us just enjoy what we do enough to just give money. We're not charging anybody. We're not making anybody give anything. It's really cool to know that people are just like, you know what? It, 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 I feel like giving these people money because I think it's a good, a good product that they have. Yes, thank you. Yeah, and I, I saw earlier also my man Kenny Limpo uh, actually signed up for a monthly recurring donation. And thank you very much, Kenny, man. Yes, thank you. Love to see the recurring donations, man. I love to see people that are fans enough to say, man, let me go ahead and just take it. Take it out of my check or whatever and just set it and forget it. Yes. So thank you so much, all you guys that donated. Um, and uh, don't forget also, the official weapon of the show is... The Taser. And the unofficial sport... Bullet Ball. And Bullet Ball Extreme. Yes, sir. And uh, we can go ahead and uh, get into the show. Uh, people call the voicemail. Sometimes they email us. Uh, the voicemail line is 704-557-0186. And if you email us, it's theblackouttips at gmail.com. Um, so the first thing I want to do is actually look at our iTunes reviews. Yes. And we got one from our neighbors up north. That's right. Canada. Yes. So um, let me thank Rich Jones. I'm Rich Jones. Match. <laughs> for uh for hooking us up with a don with a five uh star review it says keep it up y'all that rawness and straightforward talk that naturally comes through the speakers is often imitated by others yet never duplicated no question about it there's only one black guy who tips period thank you thank you and i really do hope that i'm not the only black guy who tips but I do hope I'm the only one with a good podcast. I hope so, too. <laughs> <laughs> um, and, of course, we got another uh, review uh, from somebody in America. Costal Teddy Bear is the name. There are many things in this world that will, make you, that will not make you laugh. Economic recession, racial prejudices, ethical and moral decay, deforestation, global warming... <laughs> And third world poverty are few of the things. <laughs> Don't cry. <laughs> this know. is the saddest review this ever. Depressing. <laughs> Why would anyone want to add poor mindless entertainment to the list of problems? <laughs> I don't know. Why Me would either. they? The power of laughter and optimism cannot be denied. The Black Guy Who Tells podcast not only provides you with laughter, but does so in a thought-provoking way. It's not just the senseless entertainment that will make you laugh, but leave you empty. That's right. We fill you up. And then you have a baby, and then you, you know, nine months later, you try to sue it for child support. No, no babies. Now, you know the Black Guy Who Tips cannot get you pregnant because we shoot blanks. That's right. That is what they say. <laughs> um... The Blackout Tips with his host Rod and Karen is a bright spot in the bleak landscape of poor entertainment. It will not disappoint you like so many other things or people in life. What is more, if you don't find this podcast delightfully entertaining, then you, sir or madam, are a bane to the grand to this grand experiment we call life and we no longer require your services. So I think he's telling everybody to kill themselves. If you don't like our podcast, Kill yourself. 
<laughs> that's what hostile teddy bear thinks. And uh, I'm I'm not gonna say I agree with him because I don't want anyone to kill themselves just because. I mean, what am I, Ty Diamond? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I have a heart. <laughs> uh, but uh, anyway, man, let's uh, go ahead and get into. Uh, you want to do the emails first or the voicemails? Oh yeah, I forgot, Mitch. Man, I was supposed to be practiced because we already did this shit once. But, um, yeah, we had some stories that slipped through the cracks. And we normally can't pay, play audio through Skype uh, because of the way our equipment is set up. So here's some audio stories that I would like you guys to hear. Um, let's check this one out. It's been making the rounds. All, it's all the rage. Here we go. Honey Restaurants in Waco is creating some major buzz. I don't know what the restaurant is the menu, but the, the name certainly is. Yeah, I mean, here you're here totally offended, or you think it's genius. I'm going to go get the road today, and that's what Hot, juicy burgers, crispy, hot, and fried. But get this, the name of this new Waco spot is quite the surprise. Battle Burgers. Really? Why do news women have to talk in that voice when they're doing these pieces? Like, Fat Ho Burgers is serving piping hot food. That sounds dramatic. It, it just sounds weird to me. Like, just talk to me like a person. Like, hey, it's Fat Ho Burgers. You don't have to talk to me like I'm a 12-year-old. What are you going to pick up a book and turn the page and show it to everybody in the classroom and then flip yeah. to the next page? They're like, Ho as in tools we hope. No, ho is the hoe you got in your family. <laughs> Until then, it's pimps up, hoes down. Yes. This is Sharon Meadows reporting for Fox 4 News. Yes, you know those hoes who shake it like it's hot? Or, I'm, I'm sorry, drop it like it's hot. Apparently, there are some hoes in this house. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Look what's going on over in Japan. I mean, it's quite... Now, it's a little weird that they're touting her college degree and she's talking like that. I'm getting a little tired of everybody bringing up the earthquake when they, when somebody says you're doing something ratchet. Remember that professor who was show, had a machine's that was fucking the chicks in the classroom and he had the students get there and people got mad and he's like we're in a recession earthquakes are coming I just don't get why people are so upset just own your ratchetness yeah own your ratchetness man just be like hey yes I've named it fat hoe because of exactly because of what's happening right now and something I realized yeah all colors like these hoes that's what I, mm-hmm. this place is jumping in this video yeah, and it's all, it brings, hoes bring races together. Yes. All kinds of races, all creeds of people, it, all, everybody loves hoes, okay? Yes, they do. And it's cool, too, because that line is off the chain. 
Yes, it is. So I really don't believe anybody's yes. objected to this. Them burgers must be decent. Yes, yes. One please. For now, that. Now here is the menu. I'm looking at a picture of the menu. Uh, number one is a Karen. Would you like to say that? A super fly hole with cheese, and it's three twenty-five. Ooh, in this economy. Yes. <laughs> I think I might have to make that deal. I, or maybe I get a number two, a super duper fly hole with cheese, where you get double meat. Yes, or a number three, a super fly hole with bacon and cheese. Damn. For four twenty-five. Hoes out here with the bacon and cheese now. Bacon makes everything taste better. Well, what about number four, the fat chicken hole? They should have called that one the chicken head, but I, it's close enough. Yes. Close enough. I mean, Kempen's grilled favorites for a lunch crowd that's spilling out the front door. Like, it's like she's giving a spoken pimpin' grilled favorites. But you have to understand, the people that are watching this mm -hmm. probably, A, live nowhere in the hood. Right. B, don't know anybody black. Never been around us. Not then why, why would they get the joke then? If they no, they wouldn't get the joke. That she's just breaking it down for that demographic of people. Because and the reason why I said it is because have you ever seen the ones where there was someone breaking the car? Then they'd be like, "Lock all your doors, take all your valuables out." Bitch, I know this. You are not talking to me. You're talking to the idiot that does this. Okay, all right. I'll take your word for it. But everybody is not like And one of their closest neighboring businesses, just around the corner. The Gospel Cafe and Bookstore. Now, see, that's the same woman. She's talking like a normal human being. I'm just saying. Ah. Folks here at the volunteer-run religious cafe wish the burger joint were a little more holy. See? Ah, She's ah, doing ah, it on purpose, ah, Karen. Another whole joke? <laughs> She's doing it on purpose. <laughs> Ho 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 ho! Yes. <laughs> and then, and then, this, of course, you go to the Gospel Run Cafe. They're gonna be upset because everybody loves hoes. They down there at the fat hoe. This place is empty than a motherfucker. Ah. Nobody is eating at the Gospel <laughs> Great Cafe. Well, people are like, I heard they got some hoes over there. Well, can't you read your Bible while you eating your whole burger? I know that Mary was a hoe and she was in the Bible. That's right. <laughs> she was at the Last Supper. I seen it on the Da Vinci Code. They would have had a more sensitive name. It would have been nice to, you know, to, to think a little more uh, sensitively. You shut your judgmental ass up. You look like you eat fat hoe burgers, baby. Don't you act like you ain't never wanted to get one. Stop being so sensitive. Go your ass across the street and get your sloppy hoe cheese with cheese. Yes, yeah, I'm a hoe dog. Yeah, get you a hoe dog, hoe. I got the sloppy hoe brisket. The super duper fly hoe with cheese. <laughs> that dude, <laughs> if you can see his face. face. Yes, it's priceless. He said that shit like he was expecting to be slapped. Yes, like he expected, he was expecting the, the uh, non-hope police to come and get him. You yeah. said hope! You got to go to jail! Yeah, he's like, I'm a white man. I don't know if it's legal for me to say this, but uh, the super duper sloppy hoe with yeah. cheese. Is anybody, is everybody offended? I don't yes, know what I did. They might come get me. Yeah, he thought he was eating at nigger burgers or some shit. <laughs> oh, by the way, the burger reviews look pretty good. And that name, 2011, anything possible. <laughs> In Waco, Deanna. Oh, man, is that Walk Less rolling up at the end? Ah, 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 ah. 
Somebody got a wheelchair and it has like rims on this shit. Yes. I'm not joking. No, no. And Walkless, he has supermodels following him on Twitter, so yes. I know he probably got a kitted out wheelchair or something. Uh-huh. I, I know he's. Pimping I told it. you he rolled up on me like he he spins it. He said, "I keep on rolling, baby." I saw him talking to Rick about it and, and talking about that the women just use them like a like a like a mannequin, some some shit, something that sounded kinky. Aww. I I know Walkless is out there getting on these women that's all i'm saying so maybe that's maybe the key is the wheelchair i'm checking i'm i'm watching the rims nigga i'm watching them uh i'm gonna read this article we played the audio the first time but i'm not playing the audio the second time it, it, it's so ratchet you really can't hear anything it's just a bunch of yelling and screaming so i'll just read the article um bk brawler busted for fast food outbursts the bikini clad alabama woman was arrested Saturday night on a misdemeanor battery charge after she had a violent meltdown over a Whopper Junior with cheese and fries at an oceanfront Burger King in Panama City Beach, Florida. As seen below, Smith's antics were videotaped by a fellow diner. <laughs> if you eat at Burger King... You can't call yourself a diner. No, you an eater. Eater, eater. Yeah, it's not a dining establishment. You are consuming. You yeah. Yeah, I, I'm consuming. I'm adding calories. That is not. Yes. There's nothing dining about a place where you have to no. get up and get your own refill. We're not dimming the lights. Yeah. Nobody's coming and cleaning your table. If you pump your ketchup for your table, ah. that's not a dining establishment. No. You if can't. you have to walk up and pour your own sweet tea, that's not a dining Yeah, exception. you're not dining. Anyway. You're, fe- e- you're eating in. By a fellow diner who uploaded his video to the internet while filming the melee, he exclaimed, this is the best spring break ever. Now, this lady, uh, I use the term lady loosely. Yes. This- she is 31 years old. Yes, this video is off the chain. And she doesn't look a day over 47, so I'll give her that. Yes, she's in a bikini. It's spring break. This Burger King is full of nothing but ratchet black folks. Mm-hmm. Then she starts fussing at him, swinging at him. She has the nurse to jump her ass up on the counter. Yep. And there's the thing that's weird is that there's a couple white people in the Burger King sitting out eating, mm-hmm. and they don't leave. And mm-hmm. I wonder if it's because... They're trying to be politically correct. Because as a black person, I know when to get the fuck out of a situation. And the moment when people jump on the counter and start swinging at the at the staff of Burger King mm-hmm. is the moment where I leave my 99 cent burger because it's not worth my life and walk my ass out the door. Yes. And like our fellow podcaster, Chris, from Insanity Report, I must say... That this is what happens when you get a bunch of black people together, quote unquote, niggers. You know, you get them all in the vicinity and you get them all together. Fights break out. You know, this is why I am for pro guns. Mm-hmm. And this is why I say we should kill them all. Okay. You're not going to the RNC, Karen. And that's ah, that's ah, way worse than anything Chris ah, said on the show. Ah, so please don't do that again. It's terrible. Oh, it's terrible now. <laughs> yes. I don't want to be married to a racist or strong chief. Just oh, kill. Chris, but Chris could say it. Chris never said kill all the niggers. That is not a Republican talking point. Please. That is 
secretly. That's what they want to say, but they don't have the balls to say it. I think you're going to go down to spring break next year <laughs> and fight on the counter. No, I ain't. So Smith, 31, argued with Burger King employees before jumping atop the front counter where she swung at workers, threw a large plastic jug at them. The jug apparently was used to collect charitable donations. So the Burger King, (laughs) the Ronald McDonald kids will not be getting their money. No, they won't. It's on the floor. I don't know what Burger King calls their kid charity. I just assume they give the money to Ronald McDonald's. Because I've never heard of the Burger King King charity. Yeah, never heard of that. Mm -mm. Uh, Smith, a Montgomery, Alabama resident, also allegedly pulled the hair off of a fast food, the hair of a fast food worker, and threw other items at employees. She was joined in these pursuits by several acquaintances, none of whom were charged. That's how you know they don't respect their employees, too. Like, you get your hair pulled out for 425 word, son. Yeah, for about $2 an hour. Then on top of that, once she got crunk, everybody else got crunk, and they was throwing shit everywhere. Yeah, I saw one person throw something back, and that must have been the day he quit his job. Yes, I think they threw chairs or something, and, and, and they had all kinds of stuff going back and forth. But my thing is this. That place was trash. I thought, you know what? Fuck this. You're not paying enough. Y'all clean this up. I am out. Yeah, that reminds me of the day I quit McDonald's and I just, I just left in the middle of a kids party. <laughs> in the middle of a kids party. Yeah, it was like they were like clean this up. I was like, man, fuck y'all. I knew my mom was waiting outside. I just hopped in the car and left. Oh, well, I mean, have her wait extra 30, 40 minutes for y'all asses. No. And I didn't clock out for my break. I'm about that life, baby. Even yeah. when I was 15. <laughs> um, Smith, a Montgomery, Alabama resident. Oh, okay, I said that part. According to Panama City Beach Police Department report, Smith tried to pull away after being handcuffed. And she said, take your damn hands off of me. You can't touch me. While in custody, she continued to screaming and yelling at a cop and a Burger King employee who identified her for officers. In an interview, Smith said that the conversation began after she complained to workers about the tardy delivery of the Whopper Jr. and French fries she had ordered. She recalled exclaiming loudly, "Wow, damn, these folks are slow. At the waiting, actually, you know what, my, my Negro sense would have went off. At damn, these folks are slow, loudly exclaimed. Yes. And I probably would have left right there. Yes, like, like, I, 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 there's certain things that perk, that, that perk my ears. If I'm standing in line and somebody says something like that, or they say, well, when I get up here, I'm going to tear this bitch. Yeah. Or when I see hairs rolling, fingers snapping and popping, and if I'm further down and they don't got my money, shit, even if they do got my money, depending on how much it is, I think I would walk away. Yeah, if I ever hear the phrase... On everything I love, I know it's time to go. Hell yeah. Like, I never stick around for the bullets. I'm like, oh, well, everything you love, huh? Well, I'm out. Everything I love is my life. I'm getting the fuck out of here. Yes, sir. Uh, so, uh, she waited 20 minutes or whatever. Uh, she then went up there and flung the bag of food at workers. So, she must not have been that hungry. No. I'm hungry as hell. You take it too long. You took too long. I'm throwing this food at you. Well, now you're going to have a headache. Eat food. Um, yes. Smith also copped to, among other things, throwing another customer's drink at workers. Well, damn. I mean, my food, you, you throwing my shit, too? Yeah. Wow. It's like I was enjoying my tea, man. Uh, pulling the manager's hair, throwing the coin jug. Uh, she says, we tore the Burger King up. She remarked, I don't play no games. What, is this the club? I guess so. Tear the king up. Tear the king up. Dang. Describing herself as a first-time spring breaker. Oh, damn. 
She thirty one. What thirty one and the first time Spring Breaker? Yeah, maybe she meant first time Jerry Springer. That makes most sense. Yes. Um, yes, yes. first time Spring Breaker. Uh, I can't believe we're getting new jokes out of reading the same shit <laughs> twice today. Uh, Smith, a mother of four, says she traveled Friday to Florida with friends and three of her children, the youngest of which is two and had cerebral palsy. Oh. Yes, so, just crazy, just crazy. Now that baby can't get help from the Burger King charity fund. Because of her mom. My mama threw that baby money on the ground. Yes. Now you on the you on the list of people you got blacklisted from yes, getting any help. Now you got to go to McDonald's and hope that Ronald willing to let him in. Yes. In anticipation of in anticipation of a night of drinking, Smith pictured in the above mugshot said she went to Burger King to get something in my stomach. Do you think the character from you think the King and Ronald McDonald talk to each other? You think they got like listed right to each other? Uh, what do you mean? I don't understand. You were you were saying that uh she's not on the Burger King list, she didn't go to McDonald's. So yeah, the Burger King man, the king, sent Ronald McDonald a letter via horse and said, Do not help this bitch. Keep her out of your hospitals. <laughs> she tore my shit up, she would tell your hospital. Yeah. She like, her dialysis late. I'm blowing I'm tearing the hospital up. <laughs> yes. Um after arriving at the police substation, Smith asked cops where her children were at. You know, she was just like, where my children at? They added some Where my kids at? She then told officers she had her two children with her she, at the beach. She bought her kids to the beach? Well, they say never bring sand to the beach, but they don't say anything about bringing children to the beach. Wow. Why they mama showing her ass in Burger King? Wow. But when an officer sought details about the children, Smith was uncooperative and very vague. Cops did not have enough information to report the children as missing. The restaurant manager told TSG that the eatery suffered minor damage during the incident, but no worker was injured, even though one of them got their hair pulled out, right? I yes. guess that's not an injury. Yes, a weave pulling is not considered an injury. Yeah. Bitch, yes it is. For it 425, hurts. you can't be injured. Uh, <laughs> like I stuck my hand in the fryer. Well, use your other hand. Yes. Smith was free on $500 bond, and she has a court appearance next Wednesday. Uh, arguing that Burger King employees bear some responsibility for the altercation, Smith said, When I walked in, they had no smiles on their faces. We weren't treated fairly. They're getting paid $1.25 by the time they tax. Mm, yeah, you can't expect this happy go lucky service all the time. Yeah, this ain't Chick fil A. No. All right. Uh, having herself pretty previously worked at McDonald's and Church's Chicken, of course. Of wow. course. Of course, Church's Chicken. That, that explains everything. Why didn't they leave with that? <laughs> I know how to greet my customers. Because, yeah, every churches I walked into, they are so happy. Yeah. Uh, I knew that. Was, I knew what was going to happen, Smith said. I, if I knew what was going to happen, I would have gone to Taco Bell. They don't want your ratchet ass either. No, you throw Tatitos and, and um, Taco Shells at Taco Bell. No. All right. Well, I love this uh, story, so I'm going to play this audio. Um, check out this pastor. Oh wait, isn't this the one where that starts with the uh, advertisement? Yes. Oh, we got better, baby. I don't privileges. You're not getting free advertising on my podcast, bitch. In your face. How you like that? Pause this shit all the way through, y'all. Now, let me turn the sound up so y'all can actually hear the story. You can never get over on the black out tips twice, bitch. 
Katie, thank you very much. No tax refund, no communion. That's the claim coming from some of the small Houston church. Isaiah Carey here now with the story. It is strange stuff, Isaiah. Very strange story, Tom. Now, it's one of those stories that may be hard to believe, but it has rocked the small intimate congregation to its core. That's why the person we talk with in this interview doesn't want their identity revealed. When it comes to church, communion is supposed to be a part of the service. It's expected, but not on this Sunday. It seemed like we were all looking at each other still in amazement, like, what is really happening? This person we'll call James says he was shocked at... Now, you know this town is so small, everybody knows who Silhouette that is. Of course. Yeah. <laughs> Whoever the one light-skinned dude is in the congregation, they know it's his ass. Like, Tonyo, what is you doing up there? Yes. <laughs> what he witnessed on first Sunday here at Houston Unity Baptist Church. It was just before communion when James says a pastor asked church members a question. He said, okay, well, for all of those that are getting a tax refund, how many of you going to give it to the church? No one said anything. He said, I'll ask again. How many of you are going to give your tax refund to the church? No one said anything. That's when James said the pastor refused to give them communion. Because it now you know. Here's the thing about this. The pastor's going to say, I, I didn't do this, right? But why would someone make this up? Just like this would randomly happen where someone just randomly was like, you know what? Pastor trying to get away with not giving us communion. You know, it's not really a story story. I mean, it's not illegal. You're not going to go to prison for it. Who would slander the pastor like this if it wasn't true? That's right. He was the only one bold enough to come and uh, go to the news, but yeah. Yeah, all right. It happened right after he asked for the money, and no one responded. And so then he said, okay, I'm not going to serve communion in a church where people's spirits are bad. Ask for that tax refund woman, too. Whoever told you that told you a lie. This is where... Now, he kind of sounds drunk. You think he drank the communion? He may have. And he came and up with broke, that excuse? And broke the bread, too? Yeah, he came up with that excuse because they ain't had no more wine. Yeah, he, he, took, he took the body and dumped it in the wine and ate and drank. Yeah, then, then the news came up. He was like, I ain't had no, no communion, that's, baby. That's why he ain't had enough for nobody else. He consumed it all. Yeah. <laughs> for John Goodman, the pastor at Houston Unity. Wait. We are the 30-member con John Goodman? So this is what he's been doing after the Big Lebowski. <laughs> oh, brother, where art thou? So sad. First he had, he was on Roseanne, and now he's a black man in Houston. <laughs> he got a tan for real, didn't he? Gradation since 1976. <laughs> <laughs> the best acting role of his life. Yes, it is. <laughs> John Goodman in No Communion for You. I will not serve communion to a church full of people with bad spirits. <laughs> Everything you said there's a lie, all right? Well, Reverend... Now, remember that. Everything you said there's a lie. He laughed at it. He scoffs at that bullshit. Yes. Okay? Remember he did that because that, to me, when if I asked you something where you scoffed at it, you laughed in my face, that means that there's nothing even close to that that happened. It's like if you came up and you said, Rod, I, I, I know you're out here. You're cheating on me with this woman. And I laugh in your face. And I say... Ha ha ha! Everything you said is a lie. You assume that that there 
there's nothing close to that that's going on, right? Mm -hmm. Okay, let's keep listening. Goodman initially denied the claim. He says he did ask about income tax refunds. Goodman says he wanted to know if the congregation would donate like one of the other church members. He gave his refund to start building the church's parking lot. I asked the members, I said he donated from his income tax money. Mm -hmm. You understand? I asked for there any other members, which I know there is, that got income tax money. I asked them what they like to contribute it over here to the parking lot. That's where the tax money come in at. Uh -huh. It had nothing to do with the church. Now, that's not even close the way he was accused of. Mm -mm. That's not even close. That is like the fucking saying. <laughs> Look. I'm not saying, I think I'm scoffing at you saying I was cheating, but yes, she sucked my dick. Yes, okay, I'm, it's not, it's not even close to the same, but I will admit to this. So, let me ask you this, and, and I, I completely understand what you're saying, but did you withhold communion? Oh, yes, definitely. But it wasn't tied. Nothing, nothing to do with no income debt. So, so wow. He, he did withhold communion. But it was a coincidence. <laughs> it was a coincidence that it was right after he bitched them out for not giving up income tax money. That brother tend to, yeah. Yeah. Why did Goodman withhold communion from the members of his congregation? He says members of his church failed to do what's right by unity. What you're talking about a church here with four or five folks just doing and 25 devils in it. That's right. He called members of his flock devils. But Goodman says that out of frustration about a congregation he says has yet to step up financially. And the, 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 the demons, demons. What do you think they're going to say when they hear this? Listen, if the ones, if the ones who come to y'all with this, tell them that Reverend said, come and let me pray the demons out of in the end, Goodman insists he never withheld communion because members of his church refused to give tax refunds. Because I know that there was others who had gotten income tax that could have easily donated five, ten, fifteen dollars, didn't donate a dime. And you know why they didn't donate a dime? Because of the same thing that's going on in our church, which is why pastor did not uh, give communion out. Now, see, he went all the way around, but he just said, if you follow the logic, he didn't give money. He didn't give communion because they didn't give money. He said the reason they didn't give money is because their spirit is all fucked up, and that's why he's mad, and that's why he didn't give communion. And the reason he can tell their spirit is fucked up is because they didn't give their tax return money. Come on now. The only difference here is that he's saying, no, I was just going to get a piece of that tax return. And the other person say he wanted the whole tax return. Well, we'll see. Yeah, and and, and 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 my thing about it too, and I and I guess the thing that, that uh, makes me upset is that who are you to tell me what to do with my money? Right. I guess that's the problem I have. Who are you? Well, it's not your money. It's the Lord's money. You understand spiritual thing. And of course, he says he wants to get that parking lot completed within six months, or the land is reverted back to another company or the city. And so, Tom, they're still trying to work on that, but he is very frustrated. But he did not see that's the truth. I think he wants to get that. He wants to get that parking lot paid for, and he's just tripping. He's like, I need this money, bitch. 
You're taking too long. Stop fucking up. Yes, but yeah, it just makes you. I know me personally. It just makes me very, very uh, upset when I hear stories like this. Cause I'm like, wow, you really want this much control over people's lives and what they do with their money? Then on top of that, ain't 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 Jesus himself? Ain't it free? Why why I got to pay for this? Well, it's free, but it's, it's but they need that tax money for the parking lot. The parking ain't free. Just <laughs> <laughs> the Jesus is free. Alright, man. You got to buy the other blood. You got to pay for that. <laughs> <laughs> the most expensive communion of all time. Uh, let's see. Christopher writes in on our emails. Sup, Rod and Karen. It's at J underscore Go Shin, S-H-I-N, from Twitter. I just listened to episode 140 with Dark the Dark Hater. Another great show. Thank you. I just wanted to comment a bit on the Ty Diamond King of Hearts beat. Uh, because Ty Diamond got into it with a guy named DC King of Hearts on Twitter. Mm-hmm. Where uh, the guy was tweeting some sort of I- implicating he might have suicidal thoughts. Or he was ready to die or something. And he was being very sensitive all night. And then Ty Diamond basically asked him in the morning uh, when the guy started tweeting again. Why are you still here? <laughs> Which I thought was hilarious. Okay. Uh, the beef, if you want to call it that. I met DC a couple of years ago since he and I attend the same college. A couple of months ago, I had to interview him for one of my journalism classes because he is a rapper slash poet. Ooh, I heard his I heard his music. Uh, yeah. Stick, nah, stick to the poetry. Uh, <laughs> he told me in the past he had thoughts of suicide. Perhaps this is the reason he broke down on Twitter. Uh, but on to lighter news. So I'm getting into Netflix in a few days, and I have wondered if you could recommend a few good martial arts movies. Anyway, keep up the good work. Peace. Okay, good all martial arts movies. Let's give them four. Mm-hmm. Chocolate. Yes. I love that movie. Um, check it out. They do their own stunts, and it's just a variety of great martial arts fighting scenes. Um, it was beautiful. One of the best movies I've ever seen. Uh, also, I would say uh, Raging Phoenix was really good. Yes. Um, and of course, people are going to say Ip Man, Ip Man. Man. And, and I liked uh, Red Cliff and the one with the black, but the blind girl, Ichi. Okay, Ichi and Red Cliff. So that's five movies you can check out. Uh, you know, just uh, go ahead and uh, check those five movies out, and you should be off to a good start with your martial arts on Netflix streaming. They're all streaming. I believe so. You should be able to watch them on your Xbox or your uh, computer or your laptop. So you know, even your iPhone in some cases. All right, let's go to the next one. K. Burke writes in, "What up, Rod and Karen? I'm playing catch up on the podcast. I'm just shaking my head at these people hating on y'all like what you eat make them shit or something." Ha! All I keep picturing is Cameron telling Bill O'Reilly, "You mad? You mad?" Just because you got dirt on them, doggy. <laughs> Don't sweat the stuff. That stuff, man. People hate to see others' people shine. That's why people people's downfalls get so much attention. Duh, winning. winning. Just keep doing you and keep up the five star work on these podcasts. Y'all are crazy funny. I look forward to fixing my Xbox so I can jump on that Netflix party with you soon. Peace. Uh, and uh, he just says uh, he's on Twitter and he's just say KB. Yes. So if you guys want to follow him, just say K. Just say KB. Yes, thank you. Uh, Tanisha writes in, Rod quote. So this is something that I said. 
I don't really care enough about most people to really care about their feelings. Ha, ha, ha. I did say that. Yes, you did. Uh, I love it. My best friend was trying to convince me that people like you and I, people who have their own opinions and are not going to slight others for theirs, are few and far between. This may or may not be true, but I don't care. I also don't care. That's the attitude I'm talking about. She says, she says, when I make a statement, there is no questioning afterwards. It's done. There's no anger or hostility. I'm not interested in bullshitting you, so don't bullshit me. Yeah, see, that's the thing. I will talk to you, but there's a point in every conversation, when, especially when you disagree, where you're like, okay, this isn't going to get resolved, and I still think we can be friends and walk, work around this, and I don't, cover, I don't harbor any grudges or ill will towards you, towards you so I just move on. It's nothing personal, you know, and I, I respect your ability to have your opinion. I don't always respect every opinion, you know, but I also don't respect every person. I think if you're in my circle of friends and I'm having a conversation with you, then you already know I respect you to some some extent. So, you know, I, there's no need for all the ass kissing. And I really think it's more disrespectful for me to stubbornly try to change your opinion all the time and constantly challenge your opinion and pick on you about it. Mm-hmm. Anyway. I'm also feeling you on people disagreeing on factual things. People catch less flack for prefacing their statement with, I disagree with. Uh, can you imagine what kind of shit a person would get themselves into if they just came out and said, I don't like all these black people being recruited for these sports, or I don't want my kids intermingling with all these hood rats. Instead, they get a better reception when they say, I disagree with, inf- with affirmative action. Uh, you and I won't catch feelings about the first statement, but most other people would. That's a good point, and that is true. Mm-hmm. Um, I was rolling when Karen was giving her scenario of the mom on the phone with her kids. My coworker is famous for that shit. She be the quiet, she be the quiet yell, low tone but stern, uh, at the end of the convo, like, "All right, I love you," in an annoyed voice, but trying to sound loving. I also thought that was hilarious when you did that, Karen. I, I, I listened to the show and I was cracking up because I remember conversations like that with my own mom, my mm-hmm. own dad, uh, where I called him. And I would always, you know, when you're a kid, everything's the end of the world. So I would call him and be like, Mama, Rodney won't do the dishes. That's annoying to a parent, yeah. man. And she would give you the, I'm going to beat both of y'all speech. So Yes. Um, but with the work voice. Yes. <laughs> she says, keep them coming, y'all. Laters. Alright, let's do the next one. I've heard that conversation too many times. That's why I had it down pat. (laughs) Kenny Limpo writes in, What up, Rod and Karen? First things first, you know Bill O'Reilly loves when he gets a black dude on his show who shares his ideals. I'll never know how they talked him into putting Cameron on a few years ago. I know that shit will never happen again. That's crazy. Two Cameron mentions on Bill O'Reilly back-to-back on emails. Wow. Do do y'all know each other? I know, right? (laughs) Ha, ha. Your disturb, your disasterbation thoughts are on point. I work with a dude named Ed, ignorant middle-aged motherfucker. Ah! When that news of Japan's power plants was breaking, uh, he was coming into work talking about it all day long, kind of acting like he thought it was terrible. But I knew his dumb ass was eating it up. He came in talking about it. I broke the sad news to him that no, Ed. Apparently, they've got it under control now. Now, see, isn't that messed up that, to, to Ed, that's sad news, really. Because now he can't keep catastrophing off about it. Mm-mm. So now he's got to stop and be like, all right, 
since we don't want to talk about this shit no more. Yeah. Uh, it's been a while since I've seen someone so disappointed. Oh, it's like make them cry. Yeah, it's like when the Jedi defeated the the evil Empire, and then somebody would be like, "Oh, what? I can't talk about the Ewoks getting murdered anymore." Oh, nobody told me. Damn. Shoot. Uh, how come you never saw Star Wars people with uh, Ewok fur? Like, why not? Why not wear that for a coat? Anyway, uh, he uh, didn't. Uh. He didn't talk to me the rest of the day. For what it's worth, he also told me that he didn't agree uh, with Japan having nuclear power plants in their country, period. I guess he knows some shit we don't know. Take it easy, you two. I'll talk to you soon. Um, Yeah, it's always weird when somebody says, I don't agree with things to me that exist, man. Like, I don't agree with nuclear power plants. Okay, noted. When the fallout occurs, we'll all turn to you and go, you were right. Unless you're going to fucking do something about it. It don't matter. Yeah, like, okay, we'll come up with some better shit. I'm sorry, I don't know what to tell you guys. I'm, You know, people think because I'm black that I might be liberal and shit, but I'm not. I, I don't give a fuck, man. The, everybody got to die one day anyway. If the nuclear fallout is what takes us out, then that's what gets us. Fuck it. I like having Wi-Fi. Um, P.S. I'm thinking of something different to change my Twitter name to. Thinking, no cheese, please. What y'all think? I think you're a goddamn lie, Kenny. I like cheese. Of course you do. But you just trying to trick him into admitting the truth that he loves cheese. You a cheese lover, Kenny. Now stop denying your heritage. White people love cheese. Look at him eating that cheese. Mm. So good on your pizza. You love it. You invented pizza because of the cheese. Ha! Ain't nothing wrong with that. Yeah, he eat cheese pizza and that's it. Hey, that's good, too. <laughs> All right, so Coach Mike Rice's uh, email. What up, Rod and Karen? And he's from In the Bleachers. He has a podcast called In the Bleachers. I listened to the one with uh, Larry Lank like the other day. I thought it was very entertaining and informative and uh, told me to care about trees. And now, you know, when I go outside, I just, I cry when I see the trees. Uh, I'll try to get through this email. I hope you can. What up, Rod and Karen? Haven't emailed in a while. Been spending mad Saturdays in the office. That shit is whack. But we're busy, and by and by Memorial Day, I can get back into spending my Saturdays day drinking like a true sheen life for ought to be doing. Enjoyed the last few podcasts. Had to say it because even though I don't be emailing, I do be listening. Y'all heard. Thank you. Jalen Rose, Grant Hill, Uncle Tom thing is ridiculous. So in so many angles. For one, Grant Hill apparently isn't as smart as we thought. He failed to comprehend that 17-year-old Jalen thought the guys who went to Duke were Uncle Tom's. Not modern-day Jalen Rose. He basically gave easily offended America the only the out that they needed to discuss the documentary in a wildly popular fashion. You know, the fashion where, again, the Fab Five guys is slash are the bad guys and the Duke kid is the good one. Uh, on another angle, uh, even as a kid who grew up with a life lot, a lot closer to Grand Hill than, than Jalen Rose's, uh, he had two parents, uh, both with master degrees, dad with two, he lived in the burbs. So he even he could see Rose's point, you know. Uh, yes, my, he could, but he has white girl problems. That is true. Mm-hmm. But he doesn't have Uncle Tom problems. Yeah, they're not the same. They're yeah, what are same. Uncle Tom problems? Like, I like I to see no that idea. hashtag, you know. Uncle Tom problems. Yeah. Can't go to my own family reunion. Uncle Tom problems. Said too much shit on Fox News. Uncle Tom problems. <laughs> At Ron Williams. Um, 
I went to East Mac <laughs> in the early 2000s. It was about as racially and economically mixed as, as CMS has at, in that time. Uh, CMS and Vashala McAbrae School System. Yeah. That resentment Rose touched on is a real feeling some kids harbor, and to deny it or dismiss it by saying he's just jealous that Duke didn't recruit him is to miss the heart of the matter. Automatically labeling kids good slash bad uh, based upon their background will cause a lot of kids to be mislabeled, and ultimately both sides suffer. Schools like Duke miss good kids from bad backgrounds and would-be good kids from bad backgrounds miss opportunities for upward cycle-breaking mobility. Um, that's something you learn from mixed interaction with sports. Definitely not from AP classes composed of 25 white kids with affluent backgrounds, me, a black girl, and two Asian kids. Um, I've been in those classes, and I will say this. A lot of times, those 25 white kids aren't all from affluent backgrounds, but, uh, you know, they, they kind of get mixed in, too, with, uh, with everybody else, you know, like that's how race and class are mixed in Charlotte, or uh, well, down south anyway. But um, yeah, I just I do think that people miss the point of what one. Why does Duke continue to recruit that way, and why is that okay? You know what I mean? Like, why is it okay for Duke to say we want kids from two parent households, we want kids uh, a certain type of black kid, you know? Like, why not? Yeah, instead of the best athlete. Yeah, but, uh, you know, whatever. It's more of a perception thing. I think a lot of it doesn't have to do with the school. It has to do with the way the media portrays them as the golden boys, the the better than class, the do it the right way crowd. And, and that's what people are really uh, angry about a lot of times when, when they see Duke basketball and when they disagree or they hate Duke, uh, not Duke, Canuck Duke, but the actual Duke basketball. Mm-hmm. That's that's when that's what they're really mad about. They're mad about the unfair uh, image that they have. That that they don't feel that it's been earned. You know. That's true. Um, let's see. How did everyone skip over the Michigan hate mail threatening the boys uh, and calling for them and Steve Fisher's family? Oh, they don't want to talk racial issues, huh? Hmm, it was never about race, even though that's that's the real issue. Yeah, a lot of times I think people try to jump on stuff that's easy to talk about, and they can hold banners up. But when it comes to real racial issues, I think when it comes to race, when people are forced to look at themselves and their own racism, they don't want to hear that shit. They rather point out yours and tell you where you're wrong when they have their own issues. Yeah, it's much easier to tell a black man not to call somebody an Uncle Tom than it is to accept the fact that the fan base, the people who call your fucking show are the same type of people that wrote those crazy-ass letters calling people niggers and calling to have their families killed and telling these these dudes that they don't represent their school the right way. It's much easier to think about this other issue that has shit to do with you. So, hey, let me tell Jay Rose to shut the fuck up because if not, I'm going to actually be talking to my crowd of people who call my show when I say, hey, stop calling these players niggers and stuff. That's not cool, man. No, it's not. Sick fucking game and they're 17. Anyway, um, now to less heavy things. Crazy does love and make love hard. Crazy goes through your Blackberry when you're sleeping. Oh, she does? Crazy breaks said Blackberry later that day <laughs> for using the common babe, quote unquote, in a text. As in, yeah, we're heading up to the bars soon, babe. Yes, the bar you were at with Crazy and your boys. Ah, ah. You're trying to hook up with the Texas recipient. Uh, 
Uh, so basically he's saying, look, Crazy broke his cell phone because she saw a text message where he called some chick babe. And when they went to the bar, even though he was with the bar, at the bar with his girl and his boy, and trying to hook up with the text recipient to hang out, so probably some chick, um, Crazy got mad. And that's why his Blackberry's fucked up. And Crazy also has great makeup sex after not apologizing for forcing you to operate said Blackberry with a black blob on the screen <laughs> for a week while waiting for a replacement. Aww. So that's why they call it Blackberry. T my phone. Um, have I said too much? Yes, Mike, you yes. said it all. Yes. You date a crazy chick. Yes. And you let that sex blind your mind. Uh, Rod, your bachelor party balling on a budget story was great. Now, that story I did not tell on here, I don't think. I told that story on the Morning Jones. Um, and, uh, thank you. I think it is a great story. Uh, every bachelor party, every bachelor party I've ever been to has turned into a contrast of how drunk can we get? How fast can we drive this golf court? Who can buy the groom the most lap dances and a time or two? Who can get all uh, the new, the all new strippers in Sacramento to have a late night with us? Sheen life. <laughs> yes, that is. I know it's long, so I'll stop. I'm a writer by trade. Forgive me, but got plenty to say, but I won't. Now that I'm single and crazyless. So he broke up with crazy? Yeah, crazy gone. I break up with crazy too. Blackberry's expensive. <laughs> Damn you, bitch. I've got more money than I can spend. Check the check, so that's a good thing. My phone operates properly, and I've got no fear of waking up angry. I just wake up, tell whatever her name is. I had fun, and I have to take a rain check on breakfast because my mom and I always have brunch on whatever day it is. Oh, that's sweet. He's lying, Karen. It's not sweet. Oh. That's what he tells him to get him the fuck out of his house. Oh, my, my bad. <laughs> <laughs> My bad. <laughs> I feel for it. My bad. Yeah. Oh, man. You lucky you got a man. <laughs> you got here on these streets getting pimped by the likes of Mike. <laughs> My bad. Oh, man. All right. Uh, Karen's right. Said, Rod and Karen, what's good? The podcast archives are complete. Just wanted to thank both of you guys for all your hard work on the podcast. Can't wait to check out some of your older episodes. Thank you. Thank you, Terrence, man. Appreciate the, the donation. Appreciate... All the support, man. I see you out there tweeting and stuff for us, man. Thank you. Yes, thank you. Alright, and um, is that everything? I think it might mean everything. Nope, Keita wrote in. So, this is what I woke up to this very morning. Uh-oh. Mm, she sounds upset. Yeah, a cap, she's screaming. This picture is a shot of my Facebook comments from the night before. While I slept, this was happening. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> and it's, and it's why I don't get a scary movie. And why it's why I don't communicate with my mother's side of the family. <laughs> For the record, it's not my it's not my birthday today. Today is the day of the party celebrating my marriage. I really don't know whether to laugh really loud, which I almost did, or cry. So yeah. Anyway, I love you guys. You're always a pick me up. So let's check out what she said. There's a picture attachment. Now, if I remember correctly, Kita is engaged to Sterling. If I'm not mistaken. So I guess maybe they, they got married. Which, uh, if you guys got married, congratulations. So you getting ready to get married? Congratulations to that. Yeah. Um. Let's see. She says Marquita says for her status today, the party is today. Should be interesting. Well, that doesn't sound very inviting. Mm-mm. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> She's like, I know my family. Trust me. So Monique says, have fun. And Keita says, eh, I'm thinking it's going to be a little more awkward than fun. At least I'll have food, LOL. Monique says, food is good. I'll drink some wine on your behalf. Ha ha. So that's cool that, uh, you know, Monique is trying to keep Keita, you know, happy. Yes. Trying to tell her, hey, it's not all bad, you know. Which I don't know why people do that much. Because if, if you tell me I got to go deal with my fucking family, they're terrible. I take your word for it. That's what I do. Yes, it I don't is. come in and go, eh, it's probably going to work for the best. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I just go, eh, well, you fucked up. You got a bad head. What can I tell you? Yes. I, I wouldn't go to that shit if I was you. Um, happy. Uh, so David writes in. And David is spelled D-A apostrophe V-I-D. Not a good sign. Not, Not a, good a good sign. sign. Not a good sign. Uh, he says, happy birthday, my niece. This is all in caps. So maybe you meant, happy birthday, my niece. I love all. But he writes, happy birthday, my niece. I love all four of you. Miss you very much. Tell your mother I said hi. Sorry she couldn't help her bro out with a little financial problem. So I spent 28 days in the Seattle jail assault on a banger. So he's been wow in, yes. across Facebook. Yeah, maybe, um, maybe, maybe by. <laughs> Damn, no wonder why she wanted to cry. Maybe, <laughs> maybe by. I'm uh, in jail because your mama would help me, bitch. What do you think his financial? What do you think his financial problem was? I don't know. Whatever it was, it was twenty eight days worth of financial debt. <laughs> Oh, so he says assault on a banger. Tried shooting at me. I I snuck up on him later that night while he was bragging to others of what he tried against me. This line is the best. No more problems from him or anyone again. Damn. They they can arrest him off of that statement. I think Keita just became a witness. That's why. I'm not even sure I should. Befriend him, please. (laughs) Can you unfriend him? I'm sorry. My family just had that. I'm I'm, I'm friends with very, very few people in my immediate family. I feel you, honey. That right there, you laugh and cry at the same time. Yeah, that is amazing. (laughs) That, that, That shit's amazing. Wow. All right, let's do the voicemails. Hey, what's going on, y'all? It's my Torian. I was calling because I just finished listening to the uh, last podcast with the uh, dark hate on. And he echoed the point that I've been saying to folks for years about, you know, dudes like these chicks allowing these dudes to act and dress the way they do. I used to tell them at work all the time that, uh, you know, these dudes will straighten up if you quit accepting that BS that they put out. You want a like a regular straight lace type of cat that ain't gonna beat on you or nothing like that? And those are the only type of cats you already accept. Quit, quit fooling around with these dudes, giving all these old knuckleheads the booty, you know, when they out there selling dope and, and looking like knuckleheads. And they like, man, when I heard him say that, it was like, man, I'm glad I ain't the only one thinking like that. But anyway, y'all take it easy, man. Get that with you. All right, peace, man. Thank you for writing, uh, calling in. Thank you. And leaving us a voicemail. And uh, I only thing I'll add to that is one thing people always take out of the equation. 
people like to have sex with good looking people. Yes, they do. And a lot of times, good looking people are pieces of shit. So you never know what you're going to get. You know what I'm saying? So, That's true. A roll <laughs> of the dice. Yeah, it's like, oh, that dude's a thug. Yes, he's a thug, but he looks like he'll fuck the shit out of you. So, you know, let's not forget that women have uh, clitorises too. Let's go. Ha ha. So, here. This is Maddie Prime. It's been a minute plus, I don't know, a couple months since I called to the show. Uh, a lot of crazy stuff has happened, so I haven't been able to call in. But you two have continued to do a great job with the show and with your guests. Uh, as usual, I want to get some feedback from you two. Recently, I went to my sheriff's office to renew my pistol license. Uh, the deputy hands me a new license and tells me that my old one is still good until the end of the month. So I walked out of the office thinking that this woman just tried to set me up. <laughs> oh. me. I can carry around this old license that has expired, well, will expire in a few days. Or I can carry this brand new one that is valid from the day that she gave it to me until 2012. I think I offer keeping my multiple decades long streaks of not being incarcerated. <laughs> I would too. Hey, you guys continue to provide excellent coverage of the Bad Girls Club. However, I don't really watch it on the regular like I used to. And after watching the Diablo episode of Scary Straight, I couldn't take those bad girls as being bad girls. Those chicks couldn't last 30 seconds in Diablo's world. No. I mean, she's named after the devil. Aww. The devil. Oh, and I listened to episode 141 today, and I must say that I do not tweet nor tolerate stories about 13 midgets raping little girls. <laughs> nor do I tolerate that Bama mud duck who trashed that Burger King in Florida. I mean, Florida has enough crazy to go around without Bama bringing more into it. Well, that's all I got. You two and the crew keep up the good work. Holla. 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 Uh, let me just add this. Yes, they are bad girls. The women on Scare Straight are bad women. Big difference. Big difference. Hey, Rod, Karen. This is Canuck uh, Duke from Twitter. Uh, just calling to dig up the show. Saying I've been a long-time listener. Uh, y'all are hilarious. The guests are great. And this whole podcast shit on the circuit is that movement. Um, the main reason why I'm leaving this message is uh, I'm just amazed at how unified everyone on Twitter seems once Duke went down. Now, there's probably one of the few people with the name Duke. I'd like to say fuck Duke. Basketball, that is. And, uh, yeah. I like the fact that their defeat uh, brought so much unity on the uh, timeline there. So, uh, I ain't gonna take much more of your time because of that three-minute limit. But, uh, yeah, I'll keep listening and uh, have a good one. Bye. Yes. Fuck Duke. We all agree. And that's why Sim say ain't calling no more. Larry, where you at, baby? Call. Hollywood Larry. You know you want to. Oh, oh, now that you, now I'm shining on you, you don't want to brag? Okay. Yeah, what's good, Rod and Karen? This is uh, Post Dogenheim. Yeah, I've been uh, kind of busy lately. Uh, working for the man, teaching his children math, you know, the usual. Uh, yeah, it's like slavery out here. Change my name from Post Noggenheim to Slaves Noggenheim. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> nah, you don't get it. Adrian Peterson does, though. So, whatever. <laughs> but yeah, the fact that uh, you all... I'm not, you know, not to be hurtful, 
like Rod Karen, you all acting kind of Thomas out in these streets. <laughs> uh, putting out a quality product, putting out product on time. It, it's ridiculous. I mean, how am I supposed to catch up on this awesome podcast when you all are on, I guess, Easter standard time and I'm on CPT? That's ridiculous. But, Aww. yeah, I don't know. Just calling to say what's up. I've been keeping up with the podcast, and you all are doing good work. Oh, yeah, uh, the Rebecca Black video. That crap is ridiculous. Like, the thing that gets me the most is just the one random black dude that me and my colleagues have deemed uh, James. And it's like uh, the studio that produces, that produces uh, the Rebecca Black video or whatever. It's called, like, ARC or something like that. And... I think it's the same people that work with Cape or something. I don't know. But, yeah, they do a bunch of stuff out in California. And it's like if, you, uh, if you're a little girl or your parents have money and you pay them 2000 they produce this crappy music video. And, I don't know, with just the random black dude, James, in there, like I picture that it's something like, oh, well, you go to fill out the form online and it's just like, how urban do you want your music video? And then it's on a scale from like one to 10 where one is one video that I saw where James is just a silhouette rapping in the background with the do-rag on. And then like 10 is James cursing and saying all sorts of random stuff. Wow. I don't know, drop the M-bomb. Who knows? <laughs> but uh, yeah, keep up the good work. And uh, stay fresh. I'm out. All right, man. Yo, I gotta say that James from Marketing is a genius, and I think he's also one of the co-writers. Ah! He's also one of the co-writers of that song. Um, and uh, I might, you might think I'm an Uncle Tom, but I was too scared to listen to that full voicemail. So let's just go to the next one because Black Men Scare Me. Ah. Um. Hi. This is Ty Diamond on Twitter. Um. Also known as Ty. Um, I'm just calling in, um, leave a voicemail. Um, I just heard, uh, several of your first podcasts and how you sound. Yo, man, y'all shows, man, are hilarious. Um, I y'all were definitely, I guess, playing, playing everybody else about how bad they were. They weren't bad. I mean, especially considering your first time. Some of that stuff all feels pretty good. Like, you know, subject matter was interesting. Like, you still had the jokes. You know, you know, the voice was bland or whatever, but man, oh, uh-huh. Karen was scared, I guess, because that's when you still had control of the house and was going to beat her until she started fighting uh-huh. back like J-Lo. But, um, <laughs> yeah, man, y'all shows are fine, man. It's hilarious. So far, I'm kind of probably through about six of them now, so I still got a little bit to go. And man, for whoever would say y'all need to shorten the shows up, man, the shows are so short. I drive my brother to school twice to make it back. Well, that's it. I love you. Love you too. And that was it. I was like, what? Normally, my shows, man, I can drive all the way to, to freaking Maine and back on the first episode. So, um, man, I'm glad the length has increased. I'm glad y'all have gotten better. And, um, yeah, so that's pretty much it for that. Um, I kind of got some, I guess, internet fame because, you know, I asked some guy why he was still here after he said he was going to kill himself. And then, I guess it's a year ago when I started. Justin had, um, you know, from the show, he had retweeted, um, like a comment or something. And it was like, he added a comment like, uh, so you don't kill yourself, I need a PS3 or something like that. 
But um, so I, you know, went on to the thing. I was like, yo, um, after a little bit of talking, I was like, man, you need to stop, you know, putting all this stuff stuff online. Cause you like, like, I know what people, you know, you said that. I was like, man, you need to man up. Women don't like that stuff. They don't like seeing men be with stuff on Twitter. And um, then the next day, he wanted, you know, we was out to still alive. So I sent him that that tweet, like everything's okay. Like, you know, like, why are you still alive? So um, then that's when he started trying to get back to me. So I heard his music and it made me want to kill myself. But, um, <laughs> yeah, I'll say, I hope one day when he's loving life, he does end up just dying. Because, you know, Aww. we don't need these guys like that. Every once in a while, like, you get, like, a man check if you need it. That's what we need to do. Look out for the men. Stop acting like little just these obsessive stuff, man. But um, last thing I want to say real quick is I wanted to say HMG. I hope you die slow death. Um Aww. and with like really and you charge forty dollars a month with DSL, six megabyte download speed, but you want to cap me in on that, really. And um I mean they can't in all these services, they go into um universe as well. And as soon as I can change, get someone to my area, which probably be kind of like with the some somehow East Coast, they all their own region. But as soon as I can move or whatever, and find my guess I will, they can see, something like that. Um, other than that, though, I'm out. Can you ever kill yourself? <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, uh, I, I'm not surprised that Justin was involved in that. Uh, <laughs> Justin is He's all about that. Full of bad advice and, and terrible advice, terrible ideas. Yes, uh, I love that dude, but yeah, you cannot be following his example. He will have you getting banned on Twitter and shit. Um, all right, uh, so let's do the comments from Facebook and close up. Uh, on episode 140, Black Women, You're Our Only Hope, Elizabeth Wright said, Wow, I never knew the bathroom attendant etiquette. Thank you, Black Guy Who Tips and the Dark Hater. Uh, it was new to me, too. Keith Wright said, I use a loofah, too, but only the dark colors. Dark Hater is dead on point about how men are blamed for the relationship problems out there. When I see a chick with four kids by three different dudes, I don't feel sorry for her. She is a bad decision maker, just like the dudes who laid down with her. Uh, yeah, I guess if there's, you know, enough blame to go around, there's enough blame to go around. That's how I feel about it. And honestly, you know, the chicks right now have more on the line because motherfuckers are just walking away from babies. Um, Q writes in the rapper in the Rebecca Black video, his name is Clarence J., uh, he produced that song and wrote those lyrics for Rebecca Black. He's part of the production team for the label Arc Music Factory, which finds a bunch of kids, produces songs for them, and hope they become the next Justin Bieber or Willow Smith. He sent a vid for me to check out, um, which I wasn't able to do yet. Um, and uh, he gave me a clip of Rebecca Black on Good Morning America. A lot of people sent me that clip. Listen, the bitch still can't sing. I don't give a fuck if it's acapella on Good Morning America. In the shower, the bitch can't sing. I'm sorry. Terrible. I'm not accepting a lower level of talent from her. Like I'm supposed to just because she looks downsy, I'm supposed to be like, oh, you know what? That's not bad. Mm -hmm. Bitch, put the mic down. Lashonda writes in, stop forgiving that fool. She's talking about episode 141, disasturbation. Where I've had to remind everybody, we forgave Chris Brown already. Yes. No backsies. No. Once, once you forgive me, you always forgive it. I told her I only forgive once. It's like a double jeopardy, you know? You already was on trial and you got off. 
Keith writes in, uh, laughing my ass off at I disagree with everything. It's a fact that most relationships are failures. 99% of our relationships fail. If y'all break up, it's a failure. Maybe I can write a chapter in the new Steve Harvey Tyrese book. Oh. And he says, when Lawrence Taylor met the young girl, did he walk in and say, LT in the house? Probably not. Um, and Michelle says, it was super long, but I really enjoyed this podcast. That's why you have a pause button, Michelle. That's right. Use it. You can pause it. You can come back to it. You can work out to it. It's like hanging out with us for two hours and seven minutes. Well, speaking of going long, this podcast is going long. And uh, this is our second time recording it. So technically, we have recorded like two and a half hours of podcast today. And I am tired, my friend. And thank you for getting all the episodes up this week. And you help with that. Tomorrow, we talk to Patrice. Yes, I'm excited about that. Uh, me too. That should be fun. Yes, and she's coming off all sorts of adventures. I know she has South by Southwest. Say. Yes. Ooh. So I want to find out what the fuck is going on down there. Yes. Um, And of course, uh, um, until next time. Follow us on Twitter. I'm at Riders Prime. I'm say that again. That S N D A T. Uh, go to theblackouttips.com. Join our forums. Click on those donate buttons. Hook us up. Um, and uh, call the show 704-557-0186 and email the show theblackouttips at gmail.com. We will see you guys tomorrow. Love you. Yeah, Extending across the atlas, I be at this Flipping in together on a dirty mattress You can't match this, rapper slash actress More powerful
Full and two Cleopatra Bomb graffiti On the tomb of Nefertiti MCs ain't ready To take it to the Serengeti My rhymes is heavy Like the mama sister Betty El Boogie spars With stars and constellations Then came down For a little conversation Adjacent to the king Fear no human being Roll with cherubims To Nassau Coliseum Now hear this mixture With hip hop meets scripture Develop a negative Into a positive picture Now everything Is everything Sometimes it seems, sometimes it seems, we'll touch that dream, we'll touch that dream, but things come slow and not at all. 